My name is Brianna and I love listening to Ayuko Afrique. Hi and welcome to the Ayuko Afrique podcast. My name is Raynell and you tuned into our very second episode. Today I'm once again here with my co-host in the person of Or additional. It's been a while, Raynell. How are you doing? I'm doing great and indeed it's been a while. Wow, that's been a really long break and happy new year to you. Happy new year to you too and happy new year to all our listeners and our loyal customers. Uh yeah, our customers indeed. Happy new year to everyone. It's such a lovely 2021 and I think 2021 started on a very good uh, foot. And yes it 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 started off on a good foot and especially with you know change as our number one subject especially in Uganda you know the elections in Uganda are taking place hashtag #uganda decides hashtag #we are removing a dictator mm-hmm. our thoughts are with the people of Uganda as you know they try to unseat the man that has been in power for 35 years we hope their voices are heard that's, that's very crazy 35 years being um the sitting president of a country like Uganda is beyond imaginable so honestly our thoughts and prayers out to the Ugandan people as they try to go to um, as they go to the polls and yeah it's been it's been how many years now since we last recorded an episode i mean it's been since last year it's been that long wait we we are in 2021 and it feels like 365 days oh, uh-huh. that's so last year so so last year <laughs> all right so um we have something in store for you today as we try to wait it's a surprise so we'll right right after the break all right welcome back to the Aiko Afrid podcast and once again happy new year to all of our listeners uh it's a new year new beginnings especially with us here at Aiko Africa and you know we've kicked off the year with a beautiful article that was published on our website uh if you've been following us on our social media handles you would have seen us uh wish you a merry christmas and you would have seen us tell you happy new year akuodun that is happy new year in yoruba you can follow our Akudu. social media yeah you can follow our social media platforms to see you know how we express ourselves in our various languages and talking about expressing so um before we just go on i would just like to insert i know you are in a quick rush to you know go off but then yeah. in among the people of Accra in Ghana we yeah. say afio afi afia yanebani nawo you know you, so it really translates to um season's greetings which is afio afi okay and then after is basically wishes so may we um live to see the next year that's the um, wish right yeah um, oh did you say amen yeah that is amen in yoruba army or <laughs> it sounds it sounds so much like the, the moroccan um Darija, like oh, really? the local dialect here. Wow. Yeah, it's, it sounds more Arabic. I mean, something like that. 
Wow, I guess I guess we we must have borrowed it from Arabic. Um, which was also borrowed from Hebrew or you know the the Jewish language. Language, okay. In a way, yeah, yeah. So I think languages are very interesting. And just like you mentioned, over to you. Yes, like we like I was saying. Talking about languages, talking about expressing yourself in African language. I mean, wouldn't you love it to express yourself smoothly as I and Renel have expressed ourselves in our various languages? Our our post that was published on our website recently talks about the reasons why we are learning African languages, the benefits that comes with being able to speak an African language. And, you know, uh, our very own Renel has a wonderful story or has or has a good experience about the power of learning an african language right now mm-hmm. all right yeah so um as you may have heard i don't know if you've heard but then in, in so many african languages they say that the way to an african's man's heart is through the stomach so even though we can't determine how full this might be if you serve a moroccan person a dish of couscous or even a plate of rafisa it goes a very long way to charm them so or you and nigerian if i serve you something like eba with um igusi soup oh my god i'm sure you're going to be mesmerized no yes i will is your aim to get me hungry on this podcast exactly <laughs> all right so just just like just like food you know language is the soul of any culture and then nelson mandela succinctly once said that when you speak to a man in the language he understands it goes to his head but if you speak to him in his in his own language it goes straight to his heart that's why we are learning it's one of the reasons for which we are learning african languages so um it's been three years since i moved to morocco and when i first arrived i was sort of confronted with um, a very massive culture shock and this one had to do with a linguistic barrier so as someone who had never heard you know moroccan arabic being spoken before i was totally at sea wow and i felt you know i had to adapt to this new environment and this new way of doing things and undoubtedly the only way that i had to you know get attention of the moroccan was by you know speaking the language and i say speaking the language because by doing so it sort of sparks some unique attraction all right yes. when you are from outside the tribe so when i moved to morocco i remember there was this time um i had a friend and then he once invited me to his home to come in and taste Moroccan couscous. You know, it's a national dish over here yeah. in Morocco. And when I went, I was still new. So I learned a few expressions from school. Oh, how do you say I'm fine? How do you ask someone how the person is? So when I got there, I was, you know, preparing myself. I was sort of armoring myself with some linguistic flair. Yeah. So uh, when I got there, I greeted the mom with in, in a variety of ways. So I was like, "Salamu alaikum, kitay ala bas, hamdulillah, kushibukhe." Uh, mm-hmm. Should I go on? No, I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. I think I think the Moroccan lang- the Moroccan language, for instance, is very um, it's extensive. Wow. Right. So 
when I said those things to the mom, she was really impressed because she wasn't wait, how as a foreigner, someone who came all the way from Ghana, yeah. how are you able to, you know, speak Arabic this mm. way? Although I couldn't speak Arabic, I only spoke the words I knew. <laughs> and then as I knew it sort of opened, she opened her heart to you know me and they told me i was welcome to their home and that was you know the first of many visits to their home so because of you know trying to express myself in the little or the few words i knew in arabic it, it created this bond yeah. okay even though we didn't, that was the first time we met the bond that created was so amazing. And then I got to eat the Moroccan couscous. I tried Rafisa. Uh, I tried tagine, among so many other um, delicious Moroccan dishes. And I'm always grateful for this moment. So what we're saying is learning an African language, especially if you're moving to Africa, is very, very crucial because it will definitely open many ways for you. It will help you connect with the people and the culture. So I really felt welcome when I started learning wow, Arabic. Wow. Even though at the beginning, I felt I felt lost, but then I was found just just <laughs> by learning their language. Exactly. That's wow. Right. That's so really so we're 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 off to a good start. We've heard from Renault about his you know his wonderful mm-hmm. experience. Look at what you know just saying a few words in uh the moroccan dialect and in arabic was able to do for him i mean it has it has that strong effect on an african man on an irregular african person seeing you as a foreigner speaking you need is just that first one or two words to impress them for you to be able to say Mm -hmm. a car and then they are immediately stunned that wow how does this person know how to speak my language in fact you can you have you have you have immediately created a bond you've immediately created a friend they know they know Indeed. that of course this is not your language but you're making the effort to be able to talk to them and that goes a long way in building a relationship with an african person mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would you be surprised if i tell you i can speak your i would be surprised <laughs> Kilofe. Oh, 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 Renault, Renault. oh, this is the diluted Yoruba. This is the diluted <laughs> Yoruba. Come for lessons. Um, I mean, we are, we're going to start somewhere. But you, 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 you're actually, you're actually trying. Kilofe means what do you want? So, uh, I want to go on a short break right yeah. now. Yamamo Akwaba Ediba Aikola Free Podcast. So, and welcome back from that quick break. And before the break, we were discussing how learning an African language today would help you connect with Africans better. Just like we said, by learning the African language, all this, let's say, barriers or culture shock is reduced and then you break down the walls that prevent you from connecting with Africans on the continent. So just like we published on our blog in the uh, recently, we said that by learning an African language, you will be able to connect with your heritage and your roots. Ari, what have you got to say on this? Yes, thank you. Um, 
Yes, I agree with you. Learning an African language helps you reconnect with your roots. As we know, uh, there are Africans scattered across the planet today. I call them Africans because uh, over 400 years ago, they were Africans. They were separated from us due to slavery. And in recent times, many many African-Americans in particular have been returning back to Africa and trying to reconnect their roots, looking at the places their ancestors once lived. And there is no better way to try to understand our cultures and try to get acclimated with our customs than to learn our languages, especially for those that are in immersing themselves in African spirituality, you know, in Ifa, especially for the Yoruba people. Now, the the whole concept of African spirituality is embedded in the language itself. There are many things that are done that you would have to understand the language to get proper understanding of. I remember even 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 outside of African spirituality, just in understanding the culture, you need to understand the language. I remember about six months ago, I traveled to Ogun State, which is southwestern Nigeria. I, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I was on a tour to explore the burial site of, well, many people claim she is the famous queen of Sheba, but in Yoruba land, um, she is called, hey. yeah, but in Yoruba land, she is called Bilikisu Sungo. So I was uh, going to check out her burial site. I had heard a lot and I was wondering, oh, how how true could it be that you know the Queen of Sheba was actually buried in uh, Ogun State, Nigeria. So I was going to Ogun State to check this place out, and I had I reached a place in Ijebu land in Ogun State where yeah. the, it's a village where they buried her, and the locals are the ones you you know who are taking care of the burial site. They normally pay pilgrimage every single year to her that is their own religion yeah they mm-hmm. pay pilgrimage to her every single year and so i needed yeah i needed to speak to them to get to that site and on getting there i was initially speaking english and they were looking at me oh, okay and I was, that's i was initially speaking english because of course i grew up uh, outside of the southwestern part of nigeria so i'm used to speaking english oh. so i was initially Wait, North? No, Hausa is spoken in the north of Nigeria. Yoruba okay. is spoken in the southwest of Nigeria. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then they were looking at me as a foreigner, and they were they they were not motivated to help me out. And then all of a sudden, I said "ekasonsa" and you know started speaking all the Yoruba I knew. And then uh, the man started smiling at me. And you know, yeah. immediately called him. Immediately called one of his uh, boys outside, who happens to be the general tour guide for the burial site. And that was how you know I had an easy afternoon. The man explained every single thing I needed to know, just just for just because of thirty seconds of Yoruba language. So you can see, you can see how how important it was for yeah. me to understand Yoruba to get more knowledge of Yoruba culture. I would never I would never have learned as much as I learned that day without, you know, understanding at least the basics of Yoruba. What do you think? Yeah. 
Oh, that's 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 pretty interesting, and I think it's just it's like um, the experience I had prior, and there's like a turning moment in our lives as well where we get to relate to the people immersed in our very own heritage. I mean, as a Yoruba man, now that you are, um, yeah. as a Yoruba man as you are. You never even knew of this place until you went there and then you got a chance to actually reveal and then immerse yourself in your own culture well, as an Nigerian. Yeah. So yeah. Um, another interesting stuff you mentioned as well when you were speaking about um, reconnecting with the roots and all that. I think in 2019, Ghana organized the year of return, which you know was basically the biggest back to Africa campaigned and it saw over 600,000 African-Americans and other Africans in the diaspora trooping into Ghana to commemorate the 14th year since um, our people unfortunately got captured into slavery. And I think this event in particular gave birth to so many investments and then opportunities as well as partnerships with um, Africans, no, basically partnerships between African-Americans uh, yes, and Africans on the continent, it's, as well as Africans in the diaspora, basically, so to say, because it encompasses a lot of people. And I think this momentum would not be slowed down. It hasn't slowed down since then, and yeah. we're still marching on. So it's, I think, it's noteworthy also to pinpoint that many of the people who return have begun adopting some African languages to help them adapt to the motherland, which is yes. Africa, starting with Ghana. So Ghana has opened its doors and we are looking forward to a better reconnection story between Africans on the continent and then Africans in the diaspora. Yes, and you know, talking about the, the benefits of learning African languages, just like Renel has said, about how African-Americans, which I think they were over 600,000 African-Americans that returned to Ghana, right? Yes. Yes, that visited Ghana um, in year of return. So after that, just like Renel said, a lot of them have, you know, been buying properties, acquiring uh, acquiring land and starting businesses. Now, it is important for you to add an African language to your skill set for you to begin to live in somewhere like Ghana, for you to start a business in Ghana. You need to learn Mm -hmm. how to communicate with the locals because these are the people you are selling to. These are the people you are going to live amongst to create, Mm -hmm. you know, proper relationship, to sell your goods Mm -hmm. properly. You, you know, adopt Tui, you adopt Ga, you can, you know, any other Ghanaian language that is that that you fancy at all. Yes, yes, indeed. And right before we go, I would like to mention that as part of the year of return, Steve Harvey returned to Ghana, and now we have Family Feud Ghana and then Family Feud South Africa. So I think there's a win for Africa and then the diaspora in general. And Ori, do you have any final words before we go? It was it was lovely being on the podcast once again. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone, and don't forget yeah. to don't forget to follow us on our social media handles. We are Aiko Africa on Facebook and on Instagram. 
we wish you a, a happy and weekend. on twitter as well we're also on twitter as aikola freak and on linkedin you can find us as aikola freak and mm. before we go i would like to give a big shout out to olesia who has been a huge part of our technical team and yasin too all right that's going to be it all for today my name is ronald kind and i've been doing this with ori adishina Oh, double.